The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How do you view your own success? Are you leading with compassion or are you considered ruthless? There is plenty of room for both types of leaders, but the best way to lead successfully is to balance boldness and integrity, using kindness and compassion to earn respect. Combine this with a go-getter, visionary, and aggressive drive to stay competitive. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with Kathy Fairbanks. We'll use the ideas heard today and in this series to help you use every advantage to achieve the best end result. Now, here's your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Welcome to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and I am delighted that you've joined us today. We are in for a really, really big treat. We have as our guest today the president and CEO of Clemmer and Associates. Now today, Kimberly's going to be sharing with us a few things, and predominantly, we're going to be talking about a new book that Kimberly has out for release in the near future. We're also going to be talking about one specific module that Clemmer and Associates has to offer their students. And then I also want to talk about the foundational aspect of Clemmer and Associates leadership. So our listeners understanding, understanding is that it's not an everyday off-the-shelf leadership training company. Now, let me share with you a little bit about Kimberly Zink. I do not know a more intuitive woman. She really goes to work. She does her homework. She walks her talk. And what I mean by that is she's a student of learning. She is a lifelong learner. And she takes students all over the world, both corporately as well as public students, and she delivers world-class training opportunities for them to step into their greatness, to really grow, whether they're already excelling at a high level and take them at the higher level, or companies that may be stuck or people who may be stuck, and show them a path of growth. So Kimberly Zink, I'd like to welcome you today to today's show. Thanks, Kathy. I'm excited to be here with you. Wonderful. Now, so our listeners have a little bit of an understanding of your relationship with Clemmer and Associates. Can you share with me how that developed and what was your entree into Clemmer and Associates? Absolutely. Um, I was really I was a brand new student when I met Brian Clemmer. I was in a position where <clears throat> one of the things that I was looking at in my life was actually living a life versus simply surviving a life. And so when I was exposed to Brian Clemmer in a seminar setting as a student, I fell in love with the work. It instilled hope. It gave me possibilities. It showed me things that I had never seen before. And I knew once that I had met him and I'd seen the work in action and I put it into my life, I knew that this was something I wanted to be a part of for the rest of my life. All right. Now, I'm I'm coming from a financial services background. Yeah. And realistically, experienced 
some of the best world-class training that uh, Citigroup and General Electric offered. Now, mm-hmm. all of that training was very how-to or motivational training or technical. It was great training. Mm-hmm. Share with us a little bit, because I have some insight around Clemmer, what's different with your style of delivery? What's unique? The thing that makes k unique is we work from a place of experiential learning. You can go into an environment and you can be motivated. And you know what? I love going to those things. I love getting excited. I love, you know, all the passion and and the the fun. But what I noticed is that it doesn't take very long for reality to take me out of that state, that fun, that passion, that excitement. You know, how-tos, again, beautiful work. We need them. And yet, I've met very few human beings that actually do what they're told. How many books are on the shelf on making a million dollars or releasing weight? And yet, we're one of the most obese nations here on the planet. And financially, we're struggling as a nation. So we don't do what we're told. So share with me, go a little deeper with that. Um, Millions of books out there Mm -hmm. on what to do, how to do it, why to do it. We know that from an intellectual level. Why don't people do as they're told? (laughs) <laughs> if I had that answer, <laughs> I would be a gozillionaire. Mm-hmm. People don't do what they're told. One, we come from a place that we have belief systems that we already know. Mm. We already, we, we say we want things, but are we actually committed to those things? Not necessarily based on results. Doesn't make us wrong or bad. It just makes us people who aren't ju- genuinely committed to taking the action to get the results. We love the ideas. We love the possibility. But it's the action in that place that we're missing. I see. All right. Well, and I heard you use the word experiential. Exactly. From my background of training, for me, that looked like role-playing. Is that what we're talking about, role-playing? No. Will there, I mean, is role playing a valuable tool in in some trainings and different things? Absolutely. We're never going to take anything from anybody. But what I want the listeners to understand is what makes us unique, different, is what we've done is we've gone through and we've developed different exercises, different games, different experiences that you as a human being get to choose into. And every step through that process, you get to take a self-evaluation. You get to take a look at how am I showing up? How did I just auto-react? What is my automatic thinking versus my intentional thinking? You discover them. You don't have an outsider telling you this is what you're not doing. This is what you are doing. You have someone that will walk through the process with you. But again, it's your discovery. It's your revelation. Mm. It almost sounded like when you were talking, I was conjuring up a mirror where I would be in a workshop, in a seminar, and it almost sounds like a mirror to look at myself. Basically, for, for with our personal mastery, two and a half days to samurai camp, which can be over 90 days. Mm. What we do is exactly that. We hold up mirrors. We hold them up when you want to look in them. We hold them up when you don't want to look in them. Mm. You know, a great example is we have a game in our first level that it's literally a game. And you play the game. 
Now, most people see it as a game inside four walls, wherever this seminar may be taking place. But the beauty of experiential work is that you can take that experience and you can apply it, lay it over the template, lay it over your relationships. Mm. You'll see how you show up in business. You'll see how you show up in community, in your churches, when you are going after your dreams, when you're in competition. How do you show up? Those are all things that you get to discover for yourself, and you have that rev- revelation, and, it, and it's literally a shoop right to the core of who you are. You don't forget that. I see. Now, that explains, because I've heard your tagline, a large amount of change in a short period of time. Through revelation, anything is possible. Once you can see it, once you know it's there, now you get to be a choice, and choice is where liberty lives. I see. Now, what do you think? What are some of those limiting beliefs where people just, they don't see it? Where you, you said, now I see it. Where are they limited in, in seeing what's holding them back? Truth be told, everywhere. Mm. As human beings, we develop belief systems from the beginning all the way through. Science has told us that about 80% of our belief systems, our programs, our way of seeing life, valuing life, interacting with life, is developed by the time you're eight. Knowing that, there are going to be things that are you're acting out at 20, 30, and 40 years old that you acquired that information when you were five, six, seven. Before reason and logic truly set in, before you had any real life lessons, before you could truly understand. That might explain why I look back on my career a little bit and I had a few bosses that, yeah, I might be describing them as behaving like an eight year old, literally. Literally. Yeah. And that's the beauty of the mirror. Mm. Because for many of us, that sounds so out of character. That's not who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm an adult. I'm a professional. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a friend. I'm not those things. And yet, once you can see yourself in action, it changes everything. Well, one of the things that I am just so interested in is this new book that you have coming out. And before we get to that, what I want to talk about a little bit is your rise as a leader with this company. Mm. Um, because I've been around strong leaders in my previous background, and your capacity to lead a team of not only motivated people, but committed people, where you've empowered your team. I see things happening on a daily basis where realistically there's no way someone should be that committed. And where does that come from with you in terms of leading a team in the right direction? How do you keep your ego out of that? I've had some of the most humble and yet powerful leaders on the planet. I've been exposed to the likes of Jim Stovall, who created television for the blind. Um, I have been blessed by pastors and and other uh, leaders in personal development. Um, I got to sit at the feet of a, a gentleman named Brian Clemmer, who taught me this work in the process of this work. 
And one of the things that um, that really supports, I think, the entire organization in staying humble is the fact that we know that we're one choice away. We're one good or not so good decision away mm. from where we once were. Mm-hmm. Well, that it keeps us humble. Well, I think um, a lot of times I'll reflect upon one choice away can be the decision of whether or not you keep a job or lose a job. Yeah. Keep a marriage, lose a marriage. End up in prison, not in prison. One choice, One choice away. away. Wow. That uh, very deep, very deep today with you. <laughs> so let's talk about this new project that you have on your docket. And I know you have many, but one of your new projects is your book. Mm-hmm. So remind the listeners, what's the title of this new book that you have coming out? Well, you know, I'm so visual. Let's do it this way. I want you to imagine just for a moment when you were a, a little girl, Kathy, sitting there on the, the, the bank of, of a local body of water, and you reached down and you picked up a daisy. And you can remember the face of that little boy that you were just head over heels with. And do you remember holding that daisy and taking off one of those petals and saying, I love me? Oh, oh yes. He loves me? Oh, yes. He loves me not. Mm. He loves me. And thinking that at some level, whatever that flower ended with was truth. The name of the book is I Love Me Not, I Love Me. Why? Because it truly reveals the cycles in my life. And in the book, I get to share with you the times that I didn't love me. Based on the stories, based on the the belief systems, based on the things that I believed. Mm. I want to hear more about this. We are pressing up against our very first break. Okay. Can't believe it. When we come back, we're going to hear more in depth about the content of Kimberly Zink's new book, I Love Me Not, I Love Me. You've been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Stay tuned for more. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv.
Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is Kathy at Compassionate Samurai Show.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and today's guest is Kimberly Zink. Now, Kimberly is the president and CEO of Clemmer & Associates Leadership Seminars. This is a worldwide training company empowering people to really go for the results, live a bigger life, grow their company. Kimberly's been sharing with us her brand new book that's going to be coming out entitled, I Love Me Not, I Love Me. And I am so enamored by this book title and the fact that you would take this on. And I know that it can't have been an easy journey because you're going to start from the very beginning. So share with our listeners a little bit about the content of the book as well as your why. So let's start there. What's this book about and what was driving you to write a book? The book in and of itself is a collection of my life events. And when you say that it was probably rough, Kathy, I'll be honest, Mm -hmm. going back and revisiting and really going into the depth of the, the events that have occurred. And please hear me. I don't consider myself a victim in any way. I know that the things that I've gone through today were for a purpose. I didn't back then though, Mm. like many of us. And so for me, going back through all of the, the stories and all of the meanings that I had once attached and that I had, you know, attached new meanings to, it, it was a, an, in, it was an investment in time, energy, and effort for sure. It was, it was a love mission. Mm. Wasn't an easy one, but it, it's kind of like having a child. Mm. You know, you know, it's worth every minute of it. And yet there are a lot of tears and a lot of joy I see, in no. the process. Now, I know you have four children, so you've had <laughs> lots of practice. I can say that. No doubt. Now, I am curious, how does the book parallel your actual life? Well, the book is my life. Okay. And so uh, the content in and of itself, I simply share with listeners that different events that I have been a part of, been through... And the feelings and the meanings that I gave to those events. And as a small child, as, as a young adult, even as an adult, I did the best I could with what I had. Mm. I was very um, largely dependent on what, the, what society said, what my church said, what um, groups said, what, what stereotypical meanings people gave to different events because I didn't have my own because I I wasn't educated I simply took what everybody else would assign to an event as a meaning and made it my own 
meaning I had very little choice in the matter. I chose to go with the status quo. I chose to go with whatever society assigned. I see. So life was happening to you. Yeah. You weren't necessarily living your life on purpose. A hundred percent agree. And I created it that way. Sure. Sure. Unknowingly, of course, but I created it that way. So can you give us an example? I'd like the listeners to have an example of um, something factual that mm-hmm. happened in your life and how that impacted. Because I know your book, um, I had a chance to, to do the pre-read, and it's compelling. And I want to get back to that later because it's very clear you've lived more than a full life. You're a mm-hmm. young woman, and you've lived more than a full life. But give us an example of something that occurred to you or something that, let's say, society put on you and how you responded to that. You know, um, divorce is a really easy experience for a lot of people to associate with. Sure. Why? Because divorce rate is over 50% in our nation. Now, as a young woman, when I went through my divorce, the fact of the matter is I got a divorce. I was a statistic. Mm -hmm. I was someone who committed And then broke that commitment and chose a different route. Mm -hmm. I got a divorce. Now, society has a belief system that divorce is a negative thing. Uh, In my church, divorce wouldn't be necessarily something that people would be excited about. I see. Okay. So what I made it mean is that I must be a bad person. I must not be somebody who deserves to be in a relationship. I must not be good enough to have a wildly romantic, successful, happy, healthy relationship. Mm. Now, did anybody tell me that that's what it meant? No. And yet, once the event occurred, what I chose for it to mean was that I was unworthy, I was undeserving, and that I was bad in some way. I had made a mistake, a tragic mistake that I would never be able to repair. Now, I go through relationships on a daily basis. If I'm walking through life with a belief system that says I'm not good enough, I'm undeserving, and I'm a bad person, when I take that same belief system in to my business, do you think that it would show up there? I'm guessing it did 100% of the time. 100% of the time. When I walked into my home and I was being a mother with a set of sunglasses or belief systems that I'm not good enough. So when things went wrong, I'm not good enough. See, look. Mm -hmm. When my kids are acting out at school, see, look, I'm a bad mom. Mm -hmm. See, this is all me. This is all my fault. I'm the bad one. I'm the one causing the problems. I didn't get it. The other side of this that even makes it more detrimental in my heart is that, guess what? What did I want more than anything in the world? To have a wildly romantic, exciting, passionate relationship. Sure. But because I was wearing these imaginary sets of sunglasses that said, I'm bad. I don't deserve to be in a relationship. I'm unworthy of a loving, compassionate mate. Anytime somebody would walk into my life and want to offer me love, offer me support, offer me heart, guess what? 
Mm. I put my hand up in their face and said, no, I will not receive that because I know that I'm bad, that I'm unworthy, that I don't deserve. Mm. You just said something conceptually. Um, I'm taking that sunglasses are your filters, your belief systems, correct? And I'm guessing there may have been people in your life that could see what you were doing, but you couldn't because it was you. All my friends could see it. Ah, okay. All my mentors could see it. The people who loved me could see it. And they would say, Kimberly, look what you're doing. Mm. But because I knew that I was right, Mm -hmm. because the fact was I was divorced, but the meaning I gave it was that I was bad. I see. So clearly you've evolved off of that original meaning around divorce as an example. Mm -hmm. How does that happen? What's the transition from um, fact you're divorced and, and walk us through the process of that? So people tend to live in two realities, fact, meaning. Having said that, one of the things that tends to occur is we assign meaning to everything, everything, because we compartmentalize. It's part of our process. And so we will assign meanings and because we assign the meaning and because we believe that the meaning is truth, it then becomes our truth. Mm. We work through everything around that truth, that meaning. What we do at Clemmer and Associates is we actually have an exercise where we go in and we change state. We change the experience and we give you an opportunity to recognize where in life facts that occur on a daily basis to every one of us on the planet, how we've used those, that fact to create a meaning that is holding us back. And we also walk you through a process that helps you see how you can create that same fact. The fact is a fact, but you can create a new meaning, mm. a meaning that will now support you in your goals and dreams. I see. So it's it's really the repositioning of where you're going to take this going forward. Exactly. Okay. And it sounds very, very simple. And technically it is. But until you're truly willing to exchange meaning for meaning, you'll always hold on to that first one. Why? You've had it longer. It's stronger. You have evidence for that meaning to be accurate. So how do you change that up? I mean, I don't want to make this sound airy-fairy. Is there something that, how do you change it up? Well, first of all, there's science that backs up all of these things. I'll actually quote something um, from Northwestern University. Uh, Donna Bridge, a postdoctoral at uh, Northwestern University, uh, she just recently completed a study that proves that the memory and and our memory of past events changes all the time. So I'll quote this. Memories aren't static, she noted. If you remember something in the context of a new environment and time, or even if you're in in simply in a different mood, your memories might integrate with the new information. And Mm. here's what that means to you and I. 
Many people think that once they've made a decision that something means, divorce means I'm a bad person, that that's how it is for the rest of your life. I see. What we've discovered, and now science is backing up, is that you can redesign your belief system. Having it being divorced, you can assign a new meaning. So, Kathy, as, as a student, what would be a new meaning for someone who had gone through a divorce if their first meaning was, I'm bad, I'm wrong, I'm unworthy? What could be a brand new meaning that going through a divorce could provide? I would think uh, a new meaning is I'm strong and very capable of creating a beautiful life for myself second time around. Beautiful. Now, stop there. Because a lot of people that are listening are going to go, oh, that sounds, as you mentioned, airy-fairy. Mm-hmm. Now, it may in the beginning, but I want you to go back. When you're sitting there listening to a family friend and they say, oh, I'm divorced, Kathy. I'm a terrible person. How unrealistic does that sound to you when they say it? Because you know they're not a bad person. Right. Well, it almost sounds like they want sympathy and they, a little bit of a pity party. So, Yeah, it could. Right. But notice in that they believe that it's truth for them in that moment. Wow. I want to go deeper in Let's this. This is just really, really powerful, both business and life, to grab these tools today. So let's do this. Let's go to break. We're going to come back and have Kimberly deconstruct for us fact meaning and what that module and what that exercise can do for business and for our life to help create exactly the results we're looking for. You're listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour with your host, Kathy Fairbanks. Stay tuned for more. We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You 
are listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1-866-472-5790. Again, that's 1-866-472-5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is kathy at CompassionateSamuraiShow.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and today's guest is Kimberly Zink. Now, Kimberly is the president and CEO of Clemmer and Associates Leadership Seminars. She's been kind enough to share with us today a transformational module that they actually de- deliver to their corporate clients as well as their public clients. And this is a module they call Fact Meaning. So, Kimberly, right before break, we were talking about how you exchange one meaning for another, even though the fact never changes. So that's my question that I'm going to. We have a fact, let's say divorce. Can I have a different meaning around divorce than you have? I would think so. Beings that we're all exposed to the 7 billion people on the planet, we're all going to have different meanings. Now, as a large group, can we have basically the same meanings wrapped around certain things if we're all in the same uh, setting? Absolutely. But how we came to that meaning are going to be different for every human being because we're exposed to different life opportunities from birth on. Now, we were talking about divorce. Right. And in that process, when you came back and you said, you know, the new meaning is, I'm, you know, better prepared to succeed the second time around. Right. Now, when people say, you know, I'm, I'm divorced and therefore I am bad, because our society has a language of complaint that we've gotten really good at, listen to the news, mm. listen to, you know, some girls talking at the, you know, after a class or, you know, a yoga class, we're all standing outside and we're talking about language of complaint, what's not working. And so when we come up with a meaning that actually is working, sometimes it does sound airy-fairy. Sometimes it does sound real, uh, irreal, not realistic. But here's the beauty. Science is proving, and I'm so excited about this, mm. because this is no longer what people are just saying or what people think. Science mm. is proving that the brain is designed to reformat itself. It's capable and it's willing. So when you declare, I'm divorced, therefore I am bad, or I'm undeserving. Now, as listeners, you may be thinking, well, I don't think that at all. I'm going to challenge you. Look a little deeper. And maybe it's not divorce. Maybe it's, you know, I'm a single mom, or it's, I didn't get the promotion at work, or whatever the fact is. Somebody ran a red light. Mm-hmm. All the facts are the facts. It's the meanings that we apply. Now, in general, the, the meanings that we apply to events tend to be uh, limiting self-beliefs. They tend to be something that we took from others, that we saw in action. We made them our own because we didn't have our own. Mm. So if we had a divorced parent who struggled through it, guess what? If we go through that, we now make up a story that says it has to be a struggle. It has to be hard because that's what I know. 
Fact meaning gives us liberty. Fact meaning states that the fact stays the same. The way I choose to look at this is different. So I went through a divorce. I walked away going, I am the, the scum of the earth. I, I wasn't going to be like my parents. I wasn't going to do those things. And therefore I have, and therefore I'm bad. Mm. Which also meant I didn't receive love because bad people don't deserve love. I see. So these are the stories these you're the telling stories. yourself. All right. The moment that I was introduced to this exercise, it's the day that my life changed because I realized that I made up the story either way. Mm. Meaning I chose to make it mean that I was undeserving, that I was unworthy, that I was bad, which also means Beings we have choice, I could also make it mean, as you so beautifully put it, the second time around, I'm better prepared. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be successful. Mm -hmm. That in and of itself gives us liberty because we're never trapped in a corner anymore. We can change the meanings to move ourselves forward. They don't, we don't have to keep meanings that are holding ourselves back. So you really kind of put some of these facts under a microscope and take a look at what those facts are meaning in your life. And then are you saying you're at choice? Like you may not want to um, exchange out. Some of these meanings could be serving us quite well, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the beauty of fact meaning. We're always taking a look at what our meanings are. We're constantly looking at how we view life. If I walked in and I was going after a certain position in the organization and the organization, you know, from the top, from whatever level up made a decision to hire somebody else. The fact is I didn't get that job. They hired somebody else. Mm -hmm. The meaning that I would put on that or could put on that is I wasn't good enough. I must not have been smart enough. Um, I didn't do it right. I must have messed this up. I see. Versus being able to step back and go, okay, well, that's feedback. This wasn't the time for me. And instead, I'm going to make this mean that, wow, this was a wake-up call, that there are other areas that I need to work on to prepare myself to be able to sit in that seat. They saw in me potential, and yet... Somebody else fit that position better, and they honored me by allowing me to go back out into the workforce and create new skill sets, bring more to the game. What do I get to work on to be able to sit in that seat? I absolutely love that framing when you said they honored me basically to go out in the workplace and pick up some additional tools. And that there's no victim statement in that at all. No. And... Through that set of sunglasses, that meaning, how much more likely is it that when I walk into my next job interview, that I'll nail it, that I may not make some of the mistakes I made before. I've, I'll come in with new tools in my tool bag. I'm coming in from a responsible, hopeful, committed place because the last one wasn't bad. 
And they I see, just helped me. Sure. Well, I see how this module itself ties into the entire foundation of the compassionate samurai because of the traits that you're really pursuing around personal responsibility. Yes. And that changes everything. Everything, at yeah. least in my life. Yeah. And please hear me. Is this easy? Yeah, for some of us, it was easy. And can it be more complicated? Because some of us have been through some pretty, pretty tragic events. Sure. Yes, Kathy, yeah. it can, it can be. Mm-hmm. But the reason, you know, everybody has asked me, why did you write a book? You know, I didn't want to write a book. I, I had no interest in writing a book. I love to talk to people. I love to look people in the eye. I love to be with people and share my message. And the mentors in my life said it was time for me to come from responsible and actually create something that could help serve people even when I wasn't there. The book wasn't easy necessarily to write. Mm -hmm. It took time. It took energy. It, It was a lot of tears and a lot of joy. And the reason I love me not is so important to share with people is because a lot of people think that once you're successful, that, that you just came out of the womb that way. Ah, I see. That you, you haven't had to overcome. You have, you know, uh, some of the, the big names in our industry, you know, the Tonys, the, you know, the, the Rons, the, all of them, they look like they just came out of the womb that way. But I guarantee you, they used this tool. Mm-hmm. It may have been called something different. But the philosophy is the same. Mm-hmm. It's an opportunity to retrain our brain. Because once you tell your brain something, it starts to build that neuropathway. It starts to create that habit. It also works for you the other way. When you start telling your brain something new and you stop using that old neuropathway, guess what? It starts to die off. Science says unused, it goes away. Mm. When we start telling our stories from a place of responsible, things that are going to move us forward, things that are hopeful, things that, that will inspire us and inspire others. Right. That new neural pathway, every time we use it, every time we add emotion, every time we add excitement to it, it gets stronger and stronger. And eventually, those become our truths. Well, and what I'm hearing you say is you didn't need to write this book. You, some people I realize will write a book, um, similar to yours, and it's because they have a story they need to get out of them. Your story, you, um, have already gotten out through this work that you've done through the training modules with Clemmer and Associates. So the purpose of you writing the book isn't therapy for you. No. What's the real purpose behind this? What's your why behind the why? Here's what I know. Left up to my own devices, I I couldn't do this. Events occurred and the the pain that I experienced through mm-hmm. so many of those things. Mm-hmm. I chose into a negative experience. I chose into the, the, the negativity of it all. And I made it mean something about me. Mm-hmm. I wrote this book because with tools, if I can get through life, anybody can. 
Well, and I had the opportunity to see the preview, and you dive deep, and you share it all. You leave nothing on the field whatsoever. And with that in mind, I just kept reading, thinking, and my heart hurt, um, and I know how strong you are. And at the same time, I'm realizing this woman has had more than nine lives, but it allows a connectivity with your clients that is real and organic because you've walked a lot of different paths. In fact, I'm guessing cats have nothing on you. <laughs> we are coming up against our last break here. Stay tuned for more. I hope you're enjoying Time with Kimberly Zink and Kathy Fairbanks, your host of the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Stay tuned for our last segment. Always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings of the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our wall. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Whether the market's up or down, or if you're looking to improve your portfolio, our experts are ready to talk to you. Call now. Toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. Listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. To reach Kathy Fairbanks or her guest today, please call into our program at 1 866 472 5790. Again, that's 1 866 472 5790. If you'd rather send an email, the email address is Kathy at Compassionate Samurai Show.com. Now, back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Welcome back to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your host, Kathy Fairbanks, and joining us today is Kimberly Zink. And Kimberly is the president and CEO of Clemmer and Associates Leadership Seminars. Now, they are a very unique company specializing in experiential learning, really setting up that litmus test of a mirror to your real life. Whether you're a business or whether you're an individual, they are all about results. Now, Kimberly has a book that she has written called I Love Me, I Love Me, I Love Me Not, I Love Me. I messed up your title. You're fine. And you were talking with us right before break, the why behind the book. And I want to hear a little bit more because it's a book that was, it's so needed Mm -hmm. out here in 
society, and not many would have the courage to write such a book. Kathy, the why behind the why. My mentors told me I needed to write something from a business perspective. And I made a decision that I wasn't going to write this book for a business perspective. I've been inspired by beautiful people my entire life. When I could see that someone that I knew, I understood, I could connect with, when I could see that if they committed, they could do anything, subjectively, intuitively, I had permission to do the same. That's what I picked up from the mentors in my life. What I want this book to do, and you said it, it's a hard book. Mm-hmm. It's deep, and there are places that are, that are emotional because it's real life. It's real life. Well, it's real life. Mm-hmm. And what I want people to take from this book is that when they lay it down, and they come up against their stuff, whether it's releasing 100 pounds, which is something I've done, whether it's going through a nasty you know, domestic violence relationship, whether it's going through uh, sexual abuse or um, illness or business failure, guess what? With the right tools, we can not just survive, We can thrive. It's our thinking that creates that stuff. And if one person can read this book and go, well, if she can do it, so can I. Mm -hmm. If one 15-year-old child gets these tools early through our team program, And they can look me in the eye and say, Kimberly, I've gone through this horrible event and I can reach my hand across a gap that we call life and go, you know what? I don't have your answers, honey. But you know what? There are tools that if we're willing to use them, you can have liberty. You can have freedom again. The past doesn't have to steal your future. Mm. That's all I want this book to do. No more, no less. I want it to inspire at least one person mm-hmm. to know that no matter what, no matter what they've lost, I, lo- I had a brain tumor. I lost all short-term memory. I lost the ability to recall. I lost so much. I didn't know my children's names. Mm. And yet, how does somebody who can't recall, like the average person, run a multi-million dollar international organization and do it with commitment and passion and fire. It's called commitment. It's called being a compassionate samurai. I'm not magic. I'm not special. I simply have tools. And if people can read this book, not from a place of, wow, look at what, how terrible this is, but wow, If she can do it, so can I. Then it was worth every moment. It was worth every every commitment to writing and being a part of that. Every tear Mm -hmm. and reliving a lot of that stuff. 
Well, and I'm so grateful because your book touches on so many different aspects of life challenges. And let's face it, if we're human, you've had some challenges, whether it's sickness, whether it's family, whether it's finances. We we don't get to pick and choose what those facts are. No. But we certainly do get to choose how we respond and the meanings that we get to make those facts have in our life. And how long, yeah. right? How long? So what are some of the prices people pay if they don't grab these tools and put them in their, I'm going to call it a treasure box of life, okay. because in my experience, the tools that Clemmer and Associates is sharing with our corporate clients and sharing with the public, it becomes a treasure box, mm-hmm. not just a dusty, rusty toolbox. Gotcha, gotcha. What are some of the prices? You know, the prices that I would have paid, I'll give them to you pretty quickly. I wouldn't have the beautiful, healthy, vibrant family that I have. Mm. I wouldn't have a career that I would do whether I got paid or not. Mm. I wouldn't have health after releasing 100 pounds and getting in shape and and appreciating the value of my body, odds are I'd be dead if I didn't have these tools. And then maybe not physically dead, but emotionally, mentally, physically, and spiritually, the walking dead, because that's what I came from. I know how to do that. Mm. Well, I want to take us into a different direction because this is powerful. Awesome. Inspirational. And certainly life-changing. And so I'd like to give you an opportunity to take some time, um, a little bit of a sneak peek of what's going on inside the Clemmer and Associates organization. I understand that you have been approved this week. I don't want to steal your thunder, but uh, apparently Apple and Androids have a lot of to say about the new app. So share with the listeners what that's about. You know, we are so excited at Clemmer Associates. We are, we are stepping into the next level of technology and we are announcing, and you guys are the first ones to hear about it. We haven't even told our database yet, um, that we have finished and been approved for our first app, our first version of the app. And for those of you who don't know much about our organization, go, go to the store, get the app. It's free. Download it. And click on some of the, the classes. It actually has the content in there, some of the things that we're going to cover so that you can do your own research. You know, go to our website, clemmer.com, K-L-E-M-M-E-R.com. You can do your research there. But this app for us is, is the next step. It's the opportunity. You can even enroll on the app. You can buy some of our product if you want more information, if you'd like to grab my book. Um, just to see what it's about and, and what the, the tools that KA offers can help other people do. So we are really excited and y'all have the, the inside scoop. So tell your friends. 
I love it. Your little Texas accent came out okay. today. When I hear you say y'all, I'm thinking, well, we've got Texas and Indiana going here. You have been listening to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. I am your grateful host, Kathy Fairbanks. And today's guest, Kimberly Zink, has brought a lot of insight to us on how to take us from an unstuck world to a life that really comes alive with the meanings that you make it, that you give it. I want to make sure that everyone knows how to access the Clemmer app. You would just go to the app store and click in Clemmer, K-L-E-M-M-E-R.com. You can also check it out at the website. So check out the app with Clemmer, the .com as well. You have been listening again to the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour. Until next week, I say knock them alive. Thank you for tuning into our show. You can hear the Compassionate Samurai Business Hour live every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Until next week's show, be sure to take action and create your own success.